You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you instantly won $10, $100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of Getting Stuff Done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Here, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Maggie. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Oh man, in case you wondering why I'm laughing, Penny has already got me in stitches. This is gonna be a fun interview. Yeah, let's let's do that. You know, I I, I have a I have a funny bone. Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, please welcome the fly one. Yes, yes, thank AKA you. AKA Penny Liviani, <laughs> AKA Penny Lane. What am I missing? Oh, there's so many. I can't uh, keep AKA up. AKA the freshest one. Mm. AKA uh, the app mama. AKA the yeah. plug yeah. and the extension cord. <laughs> AKA the one who puts you on. Oh, <laughs> you're looking good. I'm feeling good. You're taking care of yourself, eh? I have to. I have to. Um, you know, my son is 14. Yeah. So I kind of like, um, you know, change my lifestyle sort of just before I, I, I fell pregnant with my son about 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, from like how I eat and what I do. How old do you know? Um, I'm 43. Wow. But baby. I mean, I'm 34, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you back in the dating game? Are we back in the dating game? Um, I, I can confidently say so in 2020. You know, in the other few years, it's been a situation. <laughs> I couldn't say it with confidence. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you. you Lord Shady. <laughs> yeah, stage eight. <laughs> stage eight. You know, you know, I was never, I was never like. Uh, a fast girl, good and on dating. Yeah. I was too focused on work during, mm. the, you know, when you're supposed to date. Mm. Like even in my teens, I was like, I had no time. I was like, you know, those girls who would be holding hands with boys in high school. Mm. I'll be like, what are you all doing? I mean, really? Did you come to school to hold hands with so boys? So you were like the prefect. Sort of, but I mean, obviously, there was no such, <laughs> you know. So, and then obviously, straight out of high school, went ra- straight into radio. My biggest fear was getting into too many relationships that will be listed. She used to date so and so, she used oh, to date so and so, she used to I date see, so and so. And I think that's why it messed me up because I, you know, the first, pu- you know, sort of like public relationship I got into, I was like, yeah, we should get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when it didn't happen, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Do you know how I was focused on this stuff? <laughs> and then I was like, the next one must get married. And then it didn't work. And I'm like, oh, okay. How's it like dating as a, as a 43-year-old woman now? Is it, hasn't uh, it changed? It, Isn't it weird? It changed uh, when I turned 40. Mm. So, my thir- so you know, um, I think I, I ended my relationship with the father of my kids at 32, turning okay. 33. Like, officially, officially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, mm. yes, I think that's, there was still life maybe at 30. Yeah. But by 32, it was finished. Mm, totally, mm. like, no going back, done. So, um, then I spent a lot of time, like, reviewing, reflecting, Refinding myself, reboot. This place is what reboot, recharge. recharge yeah, yeah this, it's, it's reboot, recharge, relax. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time rebooting, recharging. You know, I spent a lot of time going to church trying to find out, Lord, what happened to me? How come that nigga ain't gonna marry me? Why am I the one who they didn't marry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know. So now we back into the day. Yeah, game. now I'm really, I'm like back in the game. Are you like on Tinder and stuff? 
Ah, Tinder didn't work for me. I tried it. Everybody said Tinder's just for having sex. And I was like, I'm not wilding out in South Africa. I mean, if I leave, if I go to Europe, yeah. I'll probably jump on Tinder. On Tinder, no. You know, I mean, and then if something interesting pops up. You never went on a Tinder date? No, I never Not even one? Not even one. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I, I used to be a, a prude. Okay. Like, totally. Like, I was just be like, are you kidding me? I must put myself out there. Yeah. So I have a friend now who says, you need to get on the international dating site. You know, the Germans and the uh, the, the Danish and this. I'm like, oh, gosh. Wait, Alejandro, you English. But yeah, so yeah, no Tinder for me. Where does a 40 year old um, woman go to find a man? What do you guys go? Hey! Yeah, that's interesting. Hey. That's an interesting question that I have no answer to. Yeah? Yeah, no. Where have you uh, been going? Let's start with that. I, I, think I don't really go to places to find men. Mm. I'm not looking for them. They must be looking for me. That's their job. They need to run circles around me. <laughs> looking for me. I ain't looking for them. And then you're like, clips. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, in my 30s, I used to say, oh, you go to church. Yeah. You know, you'll find them. And then I tried that. Nobody asked me out for a good 10 years. I was like, this is a waste of my time, you know. And I used to go to clubs. You're marketing in, a, in church. No, you go to church because you're thinking, you know, you're going to meet people there and whatever. Yeah. And nobody asked you out. And I realized this is a waste of energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I... I gave up on the church side. Is it of because things. you're intimidating, Benny? Apparently, that's that. Is so it was the same thing in church. It was the same thing in the industry. It was the same thing elsewhere. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I think about at about 36 or um, I came to that realization that people were intimidated by me because yeah. I was so intense and I was I spent a lot of time in my head. Ah. So I was not focused on you know whether people are seeing me or not. Yeah. You know, like you know, like now you're saying, Oh my God, you look amazing, you're so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, great, because I'm I see myself now. Okay. So I wasn't spending my time looking at myself in the mirror at how pretty I am or how beautiful I am or whatever. And shame a lot of guys and and some girls felt that I had a chip on my shoulder about that. Like it was the least of my concern, because I was raised, like, you don't walk around saying you're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I got on radio working with boys, so it was about how smart I am. Because when, when it comes to your relationships, the only one I know is fresh. Oh, gosh. That's the only go. one. Pause, mute, let's move on. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Ah, oh, please, at a club. Can we move on? <laughs> Which club? Recharge. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't recharge. Remember, I was on Studio Mix. Can you stop this, Mac G? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on Studio Mix. Yeah, he was a host. And yeah, anyway. So you guys all... You and made also, a- also, all the club DJs used to call me to, um, to put on their gigs on TV. So that's how it kind of started. And then, you know, and the industry boys were not really asking me out. I th- he was the, probably the only one who was asking me out at the time. So I just thought, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I was friends with other people. Like, Semi Sabiti was, Semi T was my friend. Yeah. I knew Semi T before. So I was, was he the only one hitting on you or the other DJs as well? Look, that's the thing. I don't know if they were, yeah. but I was never paying attention. But I got this thing that those boys took a bet on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, like they took a bet on some... Who's going to hit it? Who's going to get in? And then, they, you know, the, the one who got in, he was like, shit, I'm in. <laughs> what must I do now? <laughs> the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my theory. Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. The reason why I bring it up, because I want to know your type. What's your type, Ben? My type is uh, the attentive guy who talks to me, who pays attention, who can stimulate my brain, mm. not just, you know... <laughs> yeah other things. other things yeah yeah who can get into a great conversation with me mm. uh because i i have a lot to say okay you know i i, I converse you know across board i want to talk about soccer i want to mm. talk about politics i want to talk about music i want to talk about religion yeah. so that's that so if you can 
get into a conversation with me is problematic. So when I was younger, for example, people used to try and get me on blind date on dates with my friends with soccer players. Oh, soccer players, we oh, soccer players. Oh no, it was just bad. Tabo like Mookie. really good ones. Tabo, Brian no, Baloy. not Tabo Muok. You know, Lucas Khatebe level. Tier yeah. one. <laughs> Levels. I was like there. Lucas Khatebe level. You know. Okay, Dr. Kumalo, is it, is it Dr. Kumalo? Yeah, I know. And I used to call Dr. Kumalo Joe, and it just didn't work out because mm. I would just so, I would just friend zone the guys. Oh, so you he know, was trying to get yeah, with you, Dr. So, Kumalo? Well, not really. We, you know, he, he's, it, was, he's, it just happened. He's yeah. just doing the same environment. Yeah, and but things I mean, happened. Yeah, but I was just like, no, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. Don't. Nothing happened. <laughs> Can we talk about radio? Which is why I came here to talk about. Like, do you ask the guys when they come here to talk about their relationships? No. All the time. You're being sexist. All the time. All You're the damn being time. Sexist. Let's you, talk about radio. We'll talk about radio, man. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. I think we'll need another two hours to talk about radio. Oh, no. But the reason why I'm saying this, man, because um, you were like an it girl. We, is it safe to say you were the original it girl? Yeah. People I know you don't say, like yeah. the term. People say that, mm. uh, but, you know, it was not in the context of today. You know, in the context of today, you say... I am going to become an it girl. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I'm going to, to do, do to become an, an it girl. girl yeah. So I was a girl who was working on radio mm. whose beat is entertainment and popular culture. Yeah. So I went to the market theater as much as I went to a TKZ concert. I went to a Yuma Sikela performance as much as I went to, um, okay, Yuma Sikela, as much as I went to Tandor mm. to, li- to listen to Admiral and the general yeah, playing. Jussie. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Jussie mm, playing. Mm. As much as I went to the Zoo Lake uh, Mother's Day concert, I definitely would also go to the State Theatre to watch Do you know what I mean? So my and before beats, you, there wasn't an it girl. There well, wasn't a girl where you can say, oh, yeah, that's an it girl. Yeah, so yes, obviously, we also we were not familiar with the term. Mm. Uh, the term sort of like became big in South Africa's context, I think, in the 2010s. Uh, but in the 2000s, you were j- they would call me all sorts of things. What were you doing the at the time? The one who liked you. things. She's all over the place. They didn't call me an it girl. Because you were huge, so, man. So, um, sorry, what, did, what was the question? In, in today's context, who would you say is as big as you as you were that, back then? Bonang? Um, you, yeah, you can say that. But, I mean, obviously, she's got the checks to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I got the checks. <laughs> there was no checks in my day. And also, I had a beat. Yeah. So, a whole thing. And also, in the context about her brand. Whereas me, it was about... The content, it was about, I, I, I did clubbing for content. So mm. the DJs call me to promote the club. I go to the club to, when I come back on radio, I talk about what was happening on radio. I write about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I wrote about it. So I, would, I, do, I did convergence media before it was convergence media. So I'm on radio talking about what happened at the club. That's mm. actually how I got my writing gig. Mm. So my City Press approaches me, they ask me to write. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I write about, uh, you know, what I've promoted is going to happen. And then I go to the event and I give you, so it's previews and reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then I did the same thing with fashion. If you're an upcoming fashion, I engaged that. The business of fashion, those are conversations. So I was more, I've always been more about the content. Yeah. Uh, more than anything. So if I went to the theater, I went to go watch the show, preview the show, bring in the guest into studio. So, but because, you know, I'm fashionable, I'm yeah, stylish, yeah. I'm visible, visible mm. and I'm a young woman. So I kind of like stood out mm. uh, based on that. And obviously I was on SABC One, biggest channel. I'm on Metro FM, wow, biggest channel. Huge, I wrote bro. for City Press, Fuck. biggest, do you know what I mean? Yes. So that's the stuff. So, so then, you know, when they say you were the original it girl, I kind of like am apprehensive. Uh, about it, but I understand where it comes from. I mean, there were other girls who were doing stuff, but they were just not on radio. Yeah. So, I mean, you know... And a platform like Metro Yeah, they were well. not on a Metro or on an SABC one. Mm. Uh, you know, and they also, they were not as vivacious, as bold, as colorful, as What do you think about it girls now? Look, it's the beat of today. I mean, I have no problem with them. They must just not say that they're radio people. That's all I'm asking. Mm. They must stay away, stay out of 
radio because it's not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's the business model, then what? Who are they to say, hey, look, I don't want, like. If imagine you're in Itco right now. Yeah. And a metro says, hey, I want you to do the show. Here's X amount. Are you gonna say no? Well, look, they'll take the money, but they're gonna choke on that stuff. Radio is gonna choke you in no time because it's about content. Yeah. If you can, you see, people do the content obviously for the socials. But, but gathering content for, for a media platform is a total different game. Mm. You know, so they can do both. They just need to, d- to know the difference between the two and how it works. You can build your own personal brand, but you can also showcase, you know, your, 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 your skill of what it comes to. Actually, I was with Felicia, I think, um, today is what? Yeah. Wait, Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. On Monday. And mm. we were talking about that. We were talking about how, um, you know, your work puts you out there. You know, that's what we came from because I'm a hybrid you know yeah. I, I, I watch people like Felicia but yeah. at the same time I can relate to what the, <coughs> the current generation is, is going through so yeah. I'm you know I've, I was always like hybrid threadling even when I got to Metro I was dealing with old you know older people who were in broadcasting who were more experienced they had years and years of experience and I just came out of a community radio straight to there so I was a kid who was working with adults mm. but you know I went to go and hang out with kids uh, elsewhere like you know they were at YFM and yeah. all so I always had to balance both worlds yeah. so Whereas in, for this generation, they don't have to deal with it. They have their own cohort, their own peers in the same space. So um, it's totally different. But the reality of, to answer to what you're saying, yes, they can take the check, but they've got to treat the audience with respect on radio. Unfortunately, mm. it comes with that. Mm. You know, it comes with that because if you don't treat the, resp- the audience with respect, um, a year's contract is all, it's, it's, it's mainly how a lot of them have, you know, have lost it. They put them on and then after a year, Actually, some of, some of them don't even finish the contract, actually. Um, I've watched, I think, in the last 10 years. Most yeah. of the It Girls got on radio, um, and they just it just doesn't work. It, it really doesn't. So what part do you think the people that put them in those uh, positions have mm. to play? Well, those people, a lot of them, you know, some of them used to fantasize about girl and t- girls on TV, so mm. they wanted to bring their fantasies closer <laughs> to them, you know. And others, you know, they like stalking people on Instagram pages, so like they again, they're just bringing their fantasies closer. And some of them think, you know, uh, you know, they can turn them into uh, into radio people. Yeah, yeah. But you really can't. It's either you are a radio person or you're not. Yeah. Uh, you know. And also, the audience at first is like, you know, your fans will be excited that you're on radio, and then after that, they're like, but actually. What are you offering us? Mm. You know, because radio exposes you like that. You know, mm. uh, radio literally, radio reveals you. It reveals the essence of who you are. Whereas television exposes you. We see you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ra- yeah. radio really reveals you. The re- reveals the essence of who you are. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, you can't lie for too long mm. on radio. Eventually, yeah. it catches up with you, and it's yeah. just like, ah, she's taking us for a ride, or ah, he's taking us for a ride. Yeah. yeah. If you were in the space right now, how would you change the way radio sounds now? Hmm, how would I change how radio sounds now? If you're in the space. Mm. Uh, shucks. That's a very interesting question. I think I would not rely... The current, the current situation is that there's a reliance a lot on what's happening on the social media. There's no creation of new content. Mm. People are not going out there discovering yeah. things for themselves. So yeah. they have no... They have no they're not going to the clubs like they're used to They're not going to, go. to the clubs. Yeah. You know, they're not going to the book launch. You know, they're not, they're not um, exchanging. They're not, they're not consuming creativity as creative people. So they are a third tier. They see it on the socials when people have already, t- you know, um, t- 
taken a position on what the thing represents. So they don't, they have no authentic voice, uh, you know, which for me, it, I guess it's my base, you know, it's, it's what, it's my, what my career is built on. And I'll always, it's, it's what I, it's what I know. So I can't do that. And then again, I started on community radio. So my context and understanding of how media and, and, and content works uh, is different from somebody who they're popular or they entered some talent search and then they have, 100,000 or a million followers and then some programs managers offered. I had to put on a demo tape and put on a CV, uh, you know, and convince the manager that when I look at what you're delivering here strategically, this is what I can give you, this is what I can give you. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people can actually do that. If people were asked to do presentations of themselves, mm. of what their brand represents and, you know, how you become a sub-brand of a particular radio station brand, if they can be able to, to converse and articulate their... Um, delivery and position and what their offering is i don't think a lot of people can yeah. uh, and that's problematic because uh radio is like a big source of information we're a developmental state as much as you, we're chasing the money the bag you know as much as we have the the commer commercial inclination of yeah. of what money needs to be made we need to realize that our people uh, are not at that level we're actually leading people to you know we, they aspire to what we do so we, we constantly say to them you can become better mm. so we have to teach and and you know and, and help people learn and unlearn things it's, it's it's just in context of where our country comes from yeah. so because i wait i started on community radio that is my base it's my foundation you know because for me it's a weird space right now because obviously like when we all listen to radio now we're like hey i saw fine it's not the same right <laughs> <I saw fine. laughs> <laughs> uh, but i was like employed uh two years ago at 947 yes and i found myself at a cross between okay cool here's this job i've got bills yeah you know i've got a son that i need to take care of yeah how's your son He's, he's doing great. Uh, how old is he? Uh, three years. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's the son needs to take care of. Ne yeah. I need to play it safe. Yeah. So I can keep the bag. Yeah. So the whole notion of wanting to do good radio, because also the support structure is important. Yeah, you know? very, very. Because I, I knew if I wanted to do something crazy at 947, chances are yeah. it wasn't going to go down well yeah. and I was going to get fired, yeah. lose the bag. So what yeah. I do, I keep it safe, do time Time check. T time check. Oh, I couldn't do that. Guys. Pressure I'll, and whatever. I'll, I'll slit my wrist. That's why I haven't worked for a lot of like certain stations. Yeah. Because I was very, okay, okay. I would say I was very selfish without even being conscious that I am. Because remember, I came from Voice of Soweto community, went straight to Metro. So for me, my understanding of the black audience, yeah, yeah. Uh, black popular culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was already entrenched in being a voice within that space. So I struggle with, hmm, if I went to Prime Media who must I become? Mm. I need, you know, so, so I had to say no to a lot of things. But would you not go to Prime Media to survive? No. You've got I kids. No, no, uh -uh. I'd rather not work. You're kidding. Yeah, I have not worked because of that. Because, um, and, and, and also because I, I did, you know, I needed that trust where I can trust them that the person who's hiring, who's hiring me understands yeah, what they're getting yeah. themselves So now if I'm going to go and have that conversation, it means now I need to like, leave certain things about myself to fit into that space so I'm, I was just like look if I don't fit in I don't fit in mm. and it's okay for me to, f to not fit in but then I you know I explored my other creative abilities you know mm. my writing my speaking my emceeing uh, whatever else that I can do and also and which then, station uh, wanted you to change um, I mean office for example they, they wanted me to, to go to 702 for example mm. like this uh, yeah, is recent no this is about maybe three no 2013 2014 yeah Oh, yeah, you know, you can come do this weekend thing, play music. What? I'm just thinking, mm, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, and also, 
what is the, 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 the scope of growth? You know, it, you know, it's either I do that um, or then, you know, I must get on the daytime and argue with politicians. I'm not interested mm. or, or, or talk about these things that I'm just I'm not passionate about. And, and then I had a picture of like um, the kind of broadcast that I want to be. Yeah. And, I, and then yeah. I think I was I, I, I held on to to the I held on to the strategy, the positioning and the kind of broadcaster I want to be. And I and then yes it was frustrating that I didn't realize those things at the time. Yeah. But I gave myself enough room that it will eventually happen. Mm. So in my own head I thought, perfect, you know, I'm gonna be the first girl on drive on yeah. Metro and it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, because I wanted to be kick ass like boys. I, I wanted to have the freedom that they have. I wanted to say what I want. I wanted to be bold. Uh, you know, but the timing is that nobody was ready to hear me say that. Wow. You know, firstly, not just at the station, but society at large was not ready. So even the little that I was doing is say, or saying, uh, you know, so when you know when people say, "Oh, where do you meet a husband?" They'll say, "Oh, you meet it in my church." Me, I used to say, "At a club," <laughs> and they'd be like, "This girl." And so now it's not only going to be the people at the station saying, "This girl," it's going to be the boyfriend who says, "Why are you telling people that we met at a club? Why can't you and say we met need at to a?" Understand? You no, can say that now, but no, back then, back then, it then was, you couldn't. couldn't. It's like, how can this girl say she meets men at a club? But I mean, really, where do I hang out? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I, ha you know, so 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 they would. They, it's like you're supposed to be a certain way. Like for example. Um, because I, I'm outspoken, I'm very passionate about issues, they were like, okay, you're going to do a, a talk. You're going to do seven to nine. Now it's mm. current affairs. Mm. Okay. Um, like now it's January. So they're boxing you. They're boxing me. They mm. wanted me to, so January 8th is what I must talk about. And I, like, I mean, you know, now I go to January 8th on my own terms. Mm. That, back then, I must study what the president said at January 8th. I was bloody 25 years old. So I told them, I'm not doing that because I don't want to do that. And then I was doing idols. And then I'm sitting on the idols chair. And I'm seeing the black kids singing, uh, and they sound amazing. They sing these white songs that some I'm even hearing for the first time. Yeah. And then I'm seeing the colored kids. They're like really rocking the stuff. How? But they're not getting ahead. Oh, it's because it's on Mnet. Oh, the black people don't have decoders. I'm like, ah, you, can, you white kids can sing. It's okay. But you're not getting ahead because you're that great. Yeah. It's because my people don't have decoders. Then they say you're racist. Mm. There was nothing racist about that state. Then, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's because of the timing and all of that. So for a while, I was butting my head, butting my head. And I realized, oh, actually, let me not butt my head. I can still navigate this thing and do other things. So because I come from a community radio background, I, I do my broadcast, uh, my, broad, my approach to my broadcast is a developmental mindset. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, how am I develop, developing showbiz? So mm. I don't just say, oh, this is the hottest song right now. I need to know the business of the contracts in the industry. What are, where are the record companies sitting with the, the artists? I'm having those conversations. You know, sexism in the entertainment industry. I'm talking about, you know. So when, that's when my sexism approach. was happening, when you started, did you, did you even know this is sexism? I, I couldn't label it, but I knew that it was out of order. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, why is he being treated better than me? What would happen that you was know, sexist? You, oh, you know, you, you all there arrive at the same time at the station or even before. Some guy comes from nowhere and then he just gets ahead out of nowhere or he's paid more money than you. And you're thinking... Wait a minute, I'm on hour for three hours. You're also on air for three hours. Mm. You know, you started at, at community. I started at community. How, what makes you special? Which other women were as vocal as you at that time? Were you the only one? Because uh, it was a male-dominated industry. Probably. I was probably, I was the only one. I was a problematic one. And that's why I didn't get certain slots. <laughs> 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 I didn't get certain slots, but it was okay. And yeah. also... Did, did the, um, were the male DJs uh, afraid of you or like intimidated by you? 
well, they never voiced it out, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Now that I'm old, I'm thinking, yeah, it must have been a problem. Because mm. <laughs> yeah. your show was doing well. You yeah, were kicking yeah. ass. So, yeah. So, I mean, for me, my, my attitude became whatever show you give me, I'm going to kick, kick ass. ass yeah. yeah. So, if I was on 12 Midnight, you will know about me. Because I you know? remember. And when if I, I said it on people's shows, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I remember listening to you when you were at Metro, you were doing 12 to 3, I think. Yeah. And you were doing it with some, I think you had a producer or something. But I remember listening to you, I was still very young. But yeah. I could just hear that this lady yeah. is the anchor. Like yes. when you did a show, yes. yeah. you were able oh. to tell her, no, this is the I anchor. I was also very de- deliberate. You know how they always make women sidekicks? Yeah. I never wanted anybody to be my sidekick. No guys on my show. I'll be like, I don't want any guy on my show. Yeah. You know, if you're producing, you stay in the background. Yeah. Okay. You're not the co-host you are the producer yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the nice times at metro man because you're 21 you're earning a lot of money you're famous uh, what was like a normal weekend uh, normal in penny's weekend life in penny's life like let's so, go to the summers how would the summers look look so the summers would we leave on a thursday obviously if i'm presenting there's rehearsal and then if i'm on a daytime i'm broadcasting from there yeah. uh, but before i leave there's like collection of dresses wow. There's like, you know, makeup artist friends that I'm calling, I'm calling up to show up there. Yeah. I, I even, at some point I did like a, um, a wardrobe thing at the summers where I got a couple of designers, yeah. uh, you know, put a, you know, got makeup artists. So yeah. I'll be the go- sometimes I'll be the go to go. Other people in the industry call me. So do you know anybody who can do our hair? I'm like, sure, I'm coming with so-and-so. It's going to do our hair, you know? So it's that kind of thing. Were, uh, you, were you like one of those DJs where if you want to stay at the palace, they must make it happen? No, no, no. Oh. I, I don't do those outlandish demands. No, okay. No, 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 You're not a diva. But I uh, know I'm not a diva. So mm. what I would probably do, this is after I had kids. After okay. I had my son, um, I would I would upgrade myself. Oh, uh, yourself. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. I would, no, 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 no. I didn't want to be caught up in arguments with people at stations. I would upgrade myself, bring my mom, bring my son. You know, cause, but that was also a conscious decision because I knew that being in the entertainment industry, you can easily become an absent mom. Mm. And I was conscious of not wanting to be an absent mom, mm. you know. Because um, by the time I had my son, uh, after I had my son, I, I had postnatal depression. Yeah. So, and I was aware of, of what it's like to be a woman balancing a career, yeah. you know. So I was, very, I was like conscious of my child is not going to miss out on me because of my job, yeah. you know. So I would take my child with me. I would t- either take my helper. So that's that. And still do the red carpet. After still, parties? Uh, do, still do after the po- after parties. I just made sure that I have the right support system around me so I can be able to do that. And my mom, you know, has always been that supportive. Um, How crazy were the after parties back then? Were you guys you know, doing cocaine, weed? No, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a prude. Mm. And because of like how vocal I was, I've never been offered anything. I've mm. never been offered weed in the industry. Mm. In the over 25 years that I've been, I've never been offered cocaine. I've never been You've in never a room. Seen it. I've never seen it. Wow. I've never seen it. And it's by the grace of God. Mm. You know, people have seen it. But I think my, ma- my loud mouth has saved me. I've never been offered money for payola. Mm. I've never been asked to sleep with someone. Mm. Um, not even a hint. Not, look, if they hinted, I was probably too oblivious or mm. too caught up in my own issues to even pay attention. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the only one time I recall is a guy rubbing his finger in the middle of my hand. And then I asked, I was like, what was that, why did that guy, why was, <laughs> what does that mean? And somebody said, oh, it means that he wants to have sex with you. Wow. So I wasn't, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, was, I was so naive to that. And then I think that saved me. Mm. So, and um, yeah, I've never been in that. It, so, so what also, would you do at the after party? I would just dance and drink water and have you a good time. You don't drink? There was a time when I didn't drink. I mean, yeah. now I, I, I have a glass of bubbly water. There was a time actually when I didn't touch alcohol at all. So I was sober through a lot of the nonsense and experiences I've had in industry. Again, 
too conscious, too careful, because I knew, I've see, I saw people get drunk and deter, deter and lose themselves in the industry. I was not going to be that girl. Mm. Like, I was very straight up about it. Mm. Like, I mean, shucks, I'm, we can run a roll call. Who slept with Penny? No, who will volunteer? Because it's like, no one's going to believe you. So even people that I've chowed <laughs> can't come out and say shit. Because, because no one's going to believe them. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, because also, I remember I got to Metro 21. And yeah. when, uh, when Metro was, when Radio Metro was transitioning from Radio Metro to Metro FM, mm. and Romeo's at the helm, they're positioning this thing, and it's, the brand positioning is impeccable. It's about black excellence and whatever. So I wasn't missing, messing up anything mm. because of alcohol, um, you know, sex scandals. Yeah. No, I was not, I was not coming for that. And I was very strict and hard on myself. So I missed out on a lot of good parties, yeah. I'm sure, you know, uh, but I'm also grateful that I missed out on a lot of things. So you're a young woman, you're doing well, you're focused, you're about yeah. your, your business, I mean, you're about your craft, mm. you perfected yes, it. Yes, I am about your my show, business. Your show is, is doing well, but you're not getting what you deserve. You've worked hard, yeah. but you're not getting what, deserve, what you deserve. Yeah. How do you feel at that time? Do you feel like, why did I even do this? Maybe I should have slept with that guy. So, I mean, you see, I, I have a funny line. I'm like, at least if they'd asked me to sleep with them, <laughs> then I would say I said no. But they're not even bloody asking me. <laughs> do you understand how hectic that is? <laughs> so it ends up becoming about... So at first it's like, no, don't tell me that people are sleeping with people. Like it's not possible. Like I deny things. I'm like, no, that's not possible. So, you know, journalists are telling me that. Uh, other industry friends are say saying that. Other people are insinuating things. I'm like, no, it can't, that can't be the reason. Because these also, are your colleagues. Because these are my colleagues. But also I'm pro-women. Mm, you know, I'm pro-women. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like... And I'm also, I'm such an individual. I don't believe what you've got to offer is what I've got to offer. Yeah. I have self-confidence. And, mm. you know, I have confidence in myself and my abilities. And I, 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 I'm, I, I ask straight up, okay, what does it take to get on... 12 to 3 yeah. okay what are the steps to get there yeah. okay I will write a proposal mm. and give you to the, as a program manager and say mm. this is how I think the show is Should going to sound, sound like yeah. yeah you know because that's that's the school of thought that I come from that yeah. you, you, you if you believe in yourself and you believe in something you go after it so I do that and it doesn't yield results and then somebody else comes and they get and then I'm like oh maybe they have a better accent you know maybe they don't raise their voice I mean, once upon a time, I was told that I'm not ladylike. <laughs> and then I'm like, what is that? Mm. But Doesn't that um, shit fuck with your self-esteem? Self it does. It, it, it does. But can I just tell you the, the funniest thing about me? I only realized how messed up that was after the fact. Hmm. I didn't, at the time, I was like, oh, okay. All right. You know, maybe I need to change, you yeah. know, how I talk. And so you yeah. try and, you And try. I try to change. So, so actually, that's what led to to my clinical depression because I try to do a lot of things to change so I can fit in and be accepted you know they're like oh Penny talks too much mm, then I start talking less yes. yeah you know hey, she always has a lot to say then I have nothing to say um, you know she's too opinionated and I'm like I don't know what I think yeah. uh, you know and then slowly what that does is that you know my self worth and my it chips at my self confidence oh you're always all over the place you know if you're not at this party then I don't go out yeah. and then I start staying at home so I I, I, I relinquished the essence of who I was that beat that I was talking about yeah. earlier on because I came with that beat I went to Metro with that beat they didn't tell me at Metro do this I told them this is what I'm going to do this is what I do yeah. I go to clubs I go to events I bring the content I discover new artists new writers new ideas I'm, I'm, I'm that girl you know um, and then it's like slowly that chips away um, and it's not getting me 
you know, obviously the, the goal that I thought I was going to get, you know, yeah. whether it's, it's the drive time that I, w- that I want, it doesn't happen. So do you think, so was that the beginning of your depression? Um, yeah, partly. So mm. it's partly, partly it was that because then, um, you know, I was the girl that if you needed someone at 12 midnight, I was available. Yeah. 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 If, if the breakfast jock didn't show up, yeah. I was available. Yeah. Because um, we eat and breathe. Yeah, because I ate and breathed breathe. radio. Yeah. So Sounds like that yeah. as well. So if they say... No one is, is is available to go represent the station for in, for a sh- showcase at the agency. Call me. Call me. What do I need to do? Mm. Brief me. I go there. I deliver. You know, I'm on brand. Mm. Uh, I was on brand, like mm. literally. And mm. then not just at Metro, but for example, at SABC One. Yeah. You know, and um, I had the ear to most people in, 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 in management. Yeah. And actually, the funny thing is that, is that people didn't understand how do I speak to those people in leadership, but I'm not sleeping with them. Mm. And it, it was... It didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense. But for me, I was always about the work. So if they're going to sit with people from an advertising agency, they're presenting a strategy. You know, in some presentation, they'll say, you know, she's a representation of what our station stands for. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm sort of like the, the prototype, but then I don't get anything in that space. Yeah. So I started assessing then and then I started and also for a while I wasn't listening to anybody. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was so in my on my television. zone. Yeah, I was television. I was not listening to what people are saying and what. I didn't care. If I wanted to go to the Grammys today, I work on that plan and I go. If the station says they're not interested, I will find somebody who'll take me to the Grammys. I met you know, so I was like that. So when does depression say my friend I'm here? So I have my son. Mm. Uh, you know, children are such amazing souls and they are Blessing. They're blessings and, mm. they're, and then they're selfish beings mm. because they're not here for you. They're yeah. here for themselves. Yeah. So they come in. When he, he's inside of me, it's fine. He's protected. He's eating everything that I got. When he gets out of me, he leaves me with my nonsense. It's like, <laughs> sorry, you got problems. Deal with yourself. Yeah. So when I have, after I have my son, four days I have, I have my son, um, I couldn't sleep for four days. Okay. Um, so, you know, in depression, there's, fl- there's flight or fight. So it's got nothing to do yeah. with your pregnancy? No, it's just... Well, it's a trigger. Okay. Yeah, you know, a trigger. Yeah, the, okay. the pregnancy, you know, you know how, you know how um, depression works uh, or, or a mental illness-related stuff? The, you need to, to identify the triggers. There's things that just take you to the edge. Uh, so my pregnancy was a, was a trigger. Okay. So it could have been me getting a promotion. It could yeah. have been me getting married. Mm. There's that environment. But there's have, a trigger. Yeah, there's a, it, it triggered that because mm. now... Uh, there's this new person that I have to be responsible for. So I think all of that and everything that had transpired three, four years prior to that, it just all came crumbling down. So then your depression, is it a chemical imbalance or is it just situational? I th- At the time, it was a mix of both. Okay. Yeah, at the time, it was a, it was a mix of both because uh, it's like you spend so much time in this state where of lack of self-worth, doubting yourself, questioning yourself, overthinking, plotting caught up in paralysis you know you have no you don't see value in anything else and then now the child comes and then it becomes everything about the child uh, and then literally when the child is out of my body are you still working uh, yeah, I'm still working. I mean, yeah. you know how in radio works. Yeah, you work yeah, until yeah. the last... I mean, I was at the summers two weeks before I gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> in, in high heels. Okay. Yeah. But that was not anyone's fault. It was just me saying, this child is not going to slow me down. If all of y'all thinking that because I'm pregnant, you know the whole thing that, oh, you know, when you're pregnant, you're a woman. Yeah. You know, it's the end of you. I was mm. like, no, it's not, not the here. end. Yeah. It's the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if anything, this child's going to give me a new lease on life. And I'm going to show you that I can raise a well-balanced young man and God trusts me with a child, whether you guys give me radio shows or you don't, you mm. know, whether these relationships or, you know, it was just like that thing. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. my pride and my moment. And then I felt like uh, here's something that I can 
be responsible what, for. What did you do to get over it? What were you doing at the time? So, um... Because you don't drink. So I got admitted uh, to um, Rand Clinic, uh. the, uh, the psychiatric ward, for like um, 10 days. Wow. So it's four days after I gave birth. So then, I mean, I had gone to... Uh, what? So wh- how, how do we get there? What needs to happen for you to get admitted to there? So... So prior to that, before I even had my child, I think maybe between 25 and 27, uh, when I was going through a, a public breakup, yeah. um, I went to therapy because at that time, I almost, you know, wanted to rely on alcohol. Yeah. So I would go to a club because I used to do clubs. Yeah. So I go to a club and girls start saying things and about you, and me. And you loved the guy. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Broken. You know, the guys, the girls are saying things about you in the club. Mm. You know, dating you DJ people is a problem. <laughs> the girls are saying nonsense about you and I'm that girl who is in control. Yeah. And I knew at the time that I had influence over young women already. I was yeah. like, I can't believe these young women that I have influence over who are in university and high school are disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, we're there, you know? 25, so, Yeah, they're like, yeah, I'm 25, 27. They're probably like 19, 20. Mm. Uh, and then I, you know... Wanted to slap the girl. Actually, I was leaving a club in Midrand. Uh, I got into my car. I was like, I'm going to drive this one off the road. You might. Yeah. So, and then I had, I had, I had had like two glasses of wine. Yeah. You know? And, and stuff got so hectic. Uh, the girl went to, <laughs> they go, go into a police station. Yeah. And then obviously police station equals newspaper. Yes. Uh, and then, you know. And you're penny. Uh, and I'm penny. And I'm going to, if that stuff goes hits out, it, goes yeah. out, Romeo is going to fire me. Mm. So, it hits the newspapers. Lucky for me. Um, I had been, uh, one of the things that I did, I was one of the first people to put entertainment journalists on radio. So if they wrote nonsense about you, I call them. I put them on. I'm like, so Leslie, yeah. you say that Mac G. Oh yes, 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 so I had Leslie. So they go to Sunday Times and this story lands on Leslie's lap. Leslie says, Penny, <laughs> what's going on? So, you know, me, I, I, you know, I got my radio book here. Yeah. So I, I had, a, I read on media. I read up on media on PR because I, I studied PR. So I read on PR. First, first base of P, of PR. When you're in trouble, tell the truth. Mm. Don't lie, especially to the first person who's asking you if it's a journalist or a lawyer. Then after that, you know, don't lie. So Leslie's yeah. calling you about the story. Leslie's saying to me, dude, this is what the story is. You did before it, it's going yeah. out. I'm like, Leslie, let me tell you, you know, you know the situation with that guy. Yeah. And now these girls were saying this and this and this. Yeah, you know, I was a little bit um, mm. out of it. Mm. Uh, you know, yes, I kind of like, yeah. I think I also slapped a girl mm. in a club as well. Mm. So there were too many incidents like that. And then I started saying, hold up, Penny. Brenda Farsi, <laughs> you can become her in an instant mm. if you carry on like this. I literally, I mean, I grew up seeing Brenda Farsi, mm. uh, you know. And, and then I would see other girls my age who were just out of it and I was like I don't want to be that so this is I'm acting out of character you know I had already because of the kind of work that I do I was reading up on everything I was reading up on mental health so I knew that something was not right Mm. so I consulted a a psychologist went for a consultation and then they're like okay you know into therapy and whatever and then that's literally that's actually how I got out myself out of the situation so the story never made the paper um, and I said I'm not going to touch alcohol um, you know, until I feel good about myself. Yeah. And then I went straight to church. <laughs> yeah. I went to Grace Bible Church in Soweto. I stood there on Sunday. I said, my name is Penny Libiani. You've been reading about me in the newspapers. <laughs> I need you all to pray for me. I got, I need you all to pray for me. I, so, so when we go to rent clinic, what happens? Like, what happens? So now, fast track to when I have my, my son. Hmm. Remember, so I did that session earlier on. Hmm. So when I had my son, it was a, so at that time, the fence incident, so I was obviously clinically depressed. But I never got on medication. medication. Mm. So then, um, then I have my son, 
uh, you know, now I'm in flight mode, totally flight mode. I can't sleep. I'm over hyperactive. I'm over anxious and whatever. Yeah. So what happens now is that um, four days after I give birth, I haven't slept. I've given birth naturally. That's wow. unnatural for you not to sleep for four yeah, days. Yeah. Um, and my uh, because I gave birth naturally, I didn't need like a C-section. Mm. So doctors were not, you know. I had a midwife who would come visit me. So she came to my house. Um, and I was, she opened the window. Oh yeah, and my son is born 29th May. Mm. So it's, it's the thick of winter. Mm. So in the house, there was like heaters. The room is closed and it's hot in this room, you know? And also when you have a child with uh, black parents, dress the child warm, it's a whole thing. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. is telling you what to do. Yeah. And I'm on some, can I just get back to my life? Um, I need to get back to work. I need structure. I, need, I mean, I, I had read on the birth plan, what you, you know, how you need to get back to your life yeah, as quickly yeah. as possible, you know. That's it. I had a structure and everybody's busy intercepting. So it's all a bit yeah, too much. Yeah, it's all a bit too much and I'm not resting. I'm not allowing myself to rest. So And you still want to uh, do and your And I show. still want to, I need to get back on at work. Mm. You know, I need to be earning my own money or oh, that's the other thing. I've mm. always wanted to have my own money. Yeah. So from as early as like 14. So it was about my own money. Now I'm not working. The longer I don't work, I must rely on this guy. Ooh, I, that's problematic. It's mm. not going to happen. So, um, I gasp for air when my midwife comes in because she opened the window. She says, she opens the window. When she opens the window, I literally gasp for air, for air and then I started crying. And then she called my doctor and said, I think she needs to be admitted. So I got admitted to a clinic and then they put me on uh, a chemical balance mm. um, medication. Mm. Obviously, because now, if you're in flight, they need to bring you down. Just like if you are too down, mm. they need to bring you up. Wow. You know what I mean? So, so they, they, they basically... Um, put me on medication to sort of like bring me down so I can rest and sleep and then I there then I, I consulted another psychologist then I co consulted as well a, a therapist using alternative uh, you know way of healing so that's how I got introduced to um, um, you know natural oils yeah. so I opted for that mm. so I opted to I, ref I only got on, on, on depression medication during that time but I also I was I was fighting it because I knew that if I stayed on it longer, I couldn't breastfeed my child. Mm. You know, because I was so informed, I knew the importance of oh. breastfeeding the child. Yes, I was like, yes. no, I'm I'm not not gonna breastfeed the child. Mm. So I will pump while I'm at the hospital, so that even when I come out of hospital, I can still go back to breastfeeding. Because they would say, don't breastfeed, it's bad for the child. And I was like, yeah, but in the long term, it's good for the child. Mm. So I'd rather not be reliant on. What, this what thing. are people in the industry saying at this time? Uh, they didn't know mm. because I didn't make uh, news about it were you embarrassed so I was scared mm. um, I was I remember driving to hospital thinking I'm going to die mm. actually the paranoia and the paralysis that came with that space was like there she goes she had a baby and she died mm. because she lost it she couldn't handle herself she couldn't handle life whatever mm. you know what I mean so and I mean I had lost people like TK you know mm. how TK died mm. um, you know I think um when my, my when my okay when my my label died after I had lost friends like ninety plus straight home in a car accident, mm. uh, you know. Remember Wendy Mselo who also died mm. um, after giving birth. Mm. You're losing a lot of people. Yeah. So you. a lot of people had you know had died mm. who were young women who were my peers. So I think that and everything else kind of like I ju I just lived in fear. I was afraid of messing up, um, and I wanted to do this child thing right, and then I also wanted to get my life right. Um, so, you know, and in this case, my career was not going the direction that I want, wanted. And then, you know, my relationship was not mm. really in the place. So I was trying to balance all that out and still keep it together in public. So it all came crumbling down. 
So I got managed for two days. They put me on medication. So I get into therapy with a therapist in, uh, there. And then I learn about, um, you know, why I need to, to deal with my anger. Because mm. I was holding out to a lot of anger and emotions about the experiences that I've had. How I need to release that. Um, you know, what are sort of things I can do? You know, I can, I can run. I can do boxing. I can do... When, when, you, know. when, you, when you wake up and you see uh, what happened to WHP, does it trigger anything? Yeah, that's why, that's why when, you know, that's why I have a heart for and compassion for creatives who are struggling with stuff. I mean, WHP, Pro Kid, um, Shucks, who's that, who's that Tommy, the guy that died from, uh, from idols. Like, I, you know, when I see someone struggling, I really want to get inside of them and say to them, forget about everybody else. You know, take care of yourself. Pull yourself together. You don't owe anybody you, things. You don't have to figure it out right now. Uh, you know, Chile just recently because mm. I, you know, whatever, however they die, even Lebu, whether it's an, for me, whether it's an accident or it's an OD, whether they uh, they die by suicide because we don't say they kill themselves, we say they die by suicide. At the end of the day, I say they died from heartbreak. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. I say they died from heartbreak because they were broken uh, because of the the gift that comes with a, cur- with yeah, a kiss. Yeah, 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 that's what I call it. I yeah. call it the gift with a kiss. Is there anyone in the game now who you see like, ah, this one is depressed? There's too many. You know, there was a period, um, you know, where I... Too many? Like who? Like, no, I can't, I can't do that. It's yeah. not my, it's, I, I'm not a psychologist. I can't yeah, like, yeah. you're not an expert. Yeah, I'm not an expert. But I see a lot of people who are, who are struggling in pain. Even the ones that look like they're doing very well, actually. Because remember... We know de- we we identify depression when we see people they're down mm. they have red eye they haven't slept but we don't identify it with the people with the they're girls who, have, who are too high who have so much makeup especially the girls they're floating everything must look you know it's the eyelashes it's the dress it's, you know there's that's also it's flight mode mm. it's like they can't breathe actually in their space they're literally holding their breath like the whole time yeah. you know uh, and Lord be Lord and Lord and behold, and behold they they're not just can't breathe they taking things up yeah. to keep themselves at that level mm. so so both ends you know they're bending they're bending at the end of the candle mm. is that what it is mm. that's what you say yeah for is the that, sake is of that, the podcast yeah. yeah for the sake of the podcast yeah <laughs> it's like they're, they're bending on one end and before mm. you know it it's so i i watched that with a lot of pain i used Don't to you feel like reaching out and saying it's going to be okay um you know the older i got the, the 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 more I removed myself, it used to bed in me. I used to reach out to people. I used to talk to them. I used to pray for them. I used to fast for them. Um, you know, and I used to to. Who did you reach out to? Uh, no, too many. They yeah. know themselves. I don't have to. I've, I mean, I've spoken to everyone. I've spoken to. I've spoken to Bonang. I've spoken to Mini. I've spoken to Boiti. Especially the girls. Mm. You know, the girls were always my my, my concern. Um, there's no. I've spoken to Bobby. There's no young girl actually who have come in after the industry that I've not had a one-on-one. All those girls, are you the ones you reach out or they reach out to you? Oh, I reach out. You some reach of them, out. their parents reach out to me. Mm. You know, some of them reach out, reach out to me. Like, had a serious one-on-ones. Um, most radio girls, you know, you know, Dineo, um, yeah. you know, Ranaka. no, not Ranaka, the producer. Lesenga. Lesenga. Mm. I mean, I've had conversations with people, lots of them. Lee, I've had, like, so many. And sometimes it's not even people in, in, in radio or television. Mm. You know, um, you know, I've, I've had it. At, at a... Some of it is about not necessarily about career. Sometimes it's about life and the impact of career, the industry, and, and all of that. But I mean, everyone is on their their own journey. So I don't. Um, I've learned to just, you know, to say it's okay. They'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you know. And yeah. But now I, I don't. I, I used to, to to do it a lot. I used to. Why did you stop? Um, it became it became too much. Yeah. Also, uh, it's also it's 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 hard when you 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 speak to people. Uh, you know, um, you know, openly out of concern, and then um, 
then they carry on. Mm. <laughs> you you, you mm. sound like a party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, like I said, I am not in, you know, I'm not, I'm not being offered the money. I'm not being offered the drugs. Yeah. I'm not being offered the alcohol. Uh, because my position stands on, on a lot of things. I'm not going to be promoting this. I'm not hey, what did you think of the Zintle and Enzle interview? Oh, gosh. Okay, I said something about that interview, and then some people didn't like what I said. I said they, 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 they sh- that interview should have been about them, not about the boys. Mm. Yeah, and you know, What's wrong with that? Because we give you guys so much attention. It's unnecessary. Mm. Like, I, I, I hate it when people constantly make it about the guy that you date or you dated. Like, mm. And then, you see... When you don't answer, they're like, oh, okay, she's hiding something. And when you say something, they're like, oh, she's bitter. It's like you don't win. So I'm, I live in a, in a you know, space where I'm, I'm going to say what I want to say when I want to say it, because I have to say it um, on my terms. Uh, but you're not going to dictate to me what I should say and when uh, I should say and how I should say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and also, look, some people say silence is golden, but people conclude all sorts of nonsense about you. And why are you trying to take the high road? Um, and, and unfortunately, we don't, li- we don't live in a conscious environment where people understand what the high road is. So even. is that why you prefer tweeting about your ex as opposed to talking about him like in interviews and stuff? Yeah, because then, um, you know, for example, we're doing this interview, you can edit me now. Yeah. And make me sound the way you want me to sound. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I, do that. Yeah, well, you <laughs> wouldn't, but it has happened to me before. Is it? Yeah. You lie. I'm not lying. Especially you YFMers. <laughs> <laughs> they, were not, they were notorious for that, for editing me and wh- making me sing, sound. I heard the YFM DJs used to talk at you when you were admitted. Yeah, f- you know, f- yeah, Fred Joe actually uh, kind of like re- uh, freed me last year when I did an interview with him when he said to me th- that... Um, you know, we, we, we were envious of you. We wanted yeah. to be at Metro. Yeah. We, you know, we, may, we we targeted you because, you know, you were easy target because How you came to our party to parties. I mean, they would record me at events and edit the clips and make me sound like I said something stupid. Wow. Um, I would go. There would be one time I remember driving from a club, listening to Spoo. They were all talking about me taking calls on me on air. Wow. And then people used to make jokes, you know. But isn't that the spirit of competition? No, but who? I was not competing with them. I was mm. not in their league, mm. you know. But I mean, I couldn't speak like that. Yeah. I was the same age as them, but I was not in their league. And then if they had a problem with Metro, they must deal with that. Yeah, you not know? you. Not me. So, and then also, obviously, because I had a cross relations across, they made it about that. And, mm. then, and then it became an issue because then that, person was not defending me in that oh, space then okay. it, I felt like a, I'm a crazy woman and everyone believed that I'm a crazy woman because of that perception that was created and it's not true I'm the one of the smartest women you know <laughs> <laughs> even though I was you know in a psychiatric ward because of that nonsense that didn't make me stupid do you think you're mentally ill no I'm not mm. no I'm not mentally ill yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not I'm very mentally balanced yeah. uh, I'm an I'm a, I'm a empath um, I'm What's very that? conscious. Like I feel things. Oh, okay. I feel. I'm very sensitive. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm passionate. Uh, I bring emotions to things that I do, and then in environments where I'm not accepted or for what I am, that rejection uh, gets to me. Then I kind of like lose a sense of self. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. You know. So um, I'm not. I didn't have to get on meds. Uh, and I and I've been, not been for 15 years. I eat healthy. I work out. I sleep. I tell you know when I'm tired I sleep. If yeah. I if I haven't slept I work through my my thoughts. Um, I, I articulate how I feel because it's important to me. Because part of for me I believe part of like the challenges around depression is holding on to things and and not saying how you feel and how it affects you and making people understand who you are and what you come from. Like you must constantly 
shut up. Yeah. Like, be muted. Yeah. No, I can't so, be. So, so being at the peak of your career as Penny Penny, yeah. now you start as Penny Penny. Not Papa Penny. Now, other it girls are coming. Yeah. And you're not as relevant as, as you once were. Does mm. that have a part to play in, in or you really don't care? I don't, uh, I, don't subs- I don't believe in the word of relevant. I've, I'm evergreen. I mm. will always be, I will always matter yeah. because I bring value. Yeah. So I don't sit around going, am I relevant or irrelevant? I yeah. mean, people say things like that, that you're relevant. I'm thinking, hey. Does it what? matter to you? It doesn't matter to me, mm. you know? Um, and, and, and also, again, like I said, my beat is different. You know, uh, this it girl thing or whatever. Um, you know, for a cohort of the last 10 years, these are people who came in 2009 mm, um, mm. into 2010 now. Mm. Um, you know, it was about um, um, being it girls, mm. uh, you know, being bikini clad. Mm. Uh, it was about aesthetics, mm. you know. So for me, it was never about aesthetics, mm. um, you know. So I don't even... S- see myself in the same space as them mm. you know and, and then spiritual. also uh, very and then the girls who were older before me I mean I d- there was a lot of beauty queens who were prim and proper who, who had to speak English a certain way I didn't give a foot about that yeah. I mean I'm like I, 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 I articulated myself the way I felt I wasn't trying to impress white people mm. so even if I worked in white productions I was a black woman uh, who had a voice who wanted to be heard, who's coming in to bring value in a different context. So I was bringing my experience of being a rural girl and being a township girl. I wasn't coming there to try and be a girl from Senton because I'm not from Senton. Yeah. So, and then I didn't win Miss Essay or Miss Soweto. I was not trying to be, uh, you know, to sound, uh, you know, articulated and proper. And I wasn't ashamed of the fact that, okay, mm. uh, or I go to Bush Park Ridge or Kile Koming. And then, so I also, so I didn't see myself in competition with any of those people. Yeah. And and for me, it was shocking when I found that, oh, people want to get on radio because they think they can be the next penny. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Are you people for real? Do you know where I come from, <laughs> from with this stuff? You know, and they tried. Yeah, yeah a lot of them tried. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then I, I made a decision uh, that I'm not in competition with anybody. When you look at uh, broadcasters like Anela, are you Oh, Anela's my girl. Are you envious? No, though? I'm not envious. I'm very happy for Anela. Mm. Because you know what? Anela started from the bottom and built it up and she was patient and she had a lot of support from day one. I think for me... Um, Anela's probably one of my favorite radio stories. You know, um, you know, I listened to Anela when she first got on Highfold. Mm. And, you know, like I reached out to her then. And, you know, to find out that, you know, she's got the backing of the likes of Ravi and they're mentoring her and they're supporting her. That, you know, that for me, I was like, I wish black men could do that, mm. uh, you know, on radio. Mm. And, and it, but, I, but somehow I also knew that I would not be a candidate for, for that, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I know other people who were probably in a similar position, mm. uh, you know, but um, they didn't have the same talent and flair that Anele has. Give me your top uh, five radio uh, jocks of all time. What's your top five? Gosh. Oh, oh this one's going to be interesting. So, um, okay, I'll definitely have Chili. Okay. Um, I will have uh, Semi Seviti when he... Semi T. Why do I keep... The Semi Seviti is the guy who did Idols. Okay. And then Semi T. Uh, is How he, dope was Semiti? Semiti was know. on Studio Mix at some point. He did the Coca-Cola Top 40 on Metro. How was There it? has How was never it? been a Top 40 like that, wow. Chana. Uh, you know, uh, Chili, I definitely rate him. Um, um, you know, Anela's got an impeccable comedy, com- comedic timing. Mm. Like, you know, just, she's, in my top, she's in my top three. Anela, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah she's, got, she's got an impeccable comedic timing yeah. like that's what that's her flair yeah. you know um, 
Who and else? you can tell she's yeah. worked hard to perfect yeah, it. Yeah, she's worked. Yeah, she's had. She has good support and good coaching. Yeah. Yeah, to do that. Um, who else? Um, obviously, then I'll go to. I'll go to Maximo Japilu on Tobela FM. Okay. Uh, you know, he did the wedding show. Yeah. Did you used to listen to Tobela FM? No, no. No, you no. grew up listening to what? To Palapara. Palapara. Palapara, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I don't know the Palapara guys. Yeah. Um, so, I'll go with Max. Uh, obviously, if I grew up listening to Ukoze, I'll go with with Kansas City. Mm. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pledge allegiance to my home mother tongue. Mm. It's part of my lineage and my heritage, so I take pride in that. Yeah. Um, you know, Sipade. So I'll go with Max Mujapelu. Uh, um, you know, uh, but I mean, he sits in the space as, same as Kansas Kansas City mm. um, on Ukoze, and then I would go for. Um, um, so I had Anele. I have Chile. I ha- who else did I mention? Semi team. Semi semi yeah of the internationals then um i would do then i would teach my tears teach my tears uh teach my tears and then um hmm. what do you think of fat joe um okay yeah you're not a fan if i have if i have if i have chili Chile and Fejo, I'll probably put them on par. Yeah. yeah. I'll put Chile and... I'll put Fejo and Chile uh, on par. Glenn Lewis? Uh, no, Glenn is my boy. I, l- I love him. But Glenn is, 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 is the don't care guy. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn just goes with what he goes. So, you know... I, I, you know, it's like... <laughs> it's Glenn, man. <laughs> it's Glenn. It's like, you know... So, I think and, and for... you guys, you never had beef. You guys were no, like... No, Glenn is like my brother. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn protected me from a lot of goons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Glenn's probably the reason why I disrespected a lot of men. Because <laughs> I'll be like, I'm going to tell Glenn's going to talk about you on the radio. What so, he was the great one. I'm the fly one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, the teddy bear, I think... Okay. The teddy bear of the airwaves, Glenn, mm-hmm. I'll take. Mm-hmm. Not Glenzito. Mm. Yeah. I'll take the teddy, teddy bear. bear. When he was a teddy bear. Yeah. Ah, I'll put him there. And then, um, Shucks. What about Spoo? What do you think of Spoo's radio? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Spoo, Noxman. He's my guy, but he's not my guy like that. <laughs> you know? He's my guy, but he's not like that. He's not my guy like that. No, no, no. Spoo, Spoo, Spoo has, has an agenda and, 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 a, and a content that he drives. So it's a, it's a whole different thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, what about Dineo Ranak? Oh, yes! How can I forget Dineo? I'm looking for... Yeah, because I'm trying to think of another girl. Yes. Definitely Dineo. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Dineo must just be set free. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. they must just free her. And, yeah, like, unshackle her. And yeah, and they yeah. just keep shackling her. I'm like, let that girl be. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely Dineo. Anele. Um, Chili and Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then... Same WhatsApp yeah, group. Same WhatsApp group. <laughs> um... Yeah, Mark Gilman. Oh, Mark, oh, Mark Gilman. Oh, what a ledge. Mark Gilman. What a So I ledge. gave you Titch Matez, right? Yeah. Yeah, I gave you Titch Matez, yeah. Uh, so that's like music radio. Um, Fresh doesn't make it to the list. Uh, French is a good house DJ, guys. Can we just <laughs> leave it at that? <laughs> Can we just leave it at that? He's a good house DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know, on the chair. Yeah, what else? But he's had a good career, though. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. He's had a good career. That's great. Yeah. 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 He's had a good career. What do you think of uh, Metro FM lineup right now? Um, it needs a lot of shaking up, <laughs> but it's, it's, it is what it is, <laughs> you know? Um, Dude, how do you get to Metro, bro? I've been trying for four years, bro. Oh, good luck, sweetheart. I don't know. <laughs> 
You need to find somebody who knows somebody to speak to somebody about something that somebody wants for somebody to get that thing. <laughs> Good luck to you. Start your own radio station. Let's start uh, with, with breakfast. What, what do you think about the, the breakfast show right now? Uh, more. And I want you to be honest. More reminds me a lot of Fresh. <laughs> You know, more reminds me of a lot of fresh. I don't know, so yeah. I can only take one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both, but not like that. <laughs> I can only take one. I can't have them. <laughs> more reminds me of fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. Who's after? Who's after the breakfast show? Come on. It's Dineo Lerato oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so and so easy. Yeah, that show. Yeah. What do you think about that one? Um, I I I I, I love all three of them. But can I just have Dineo alone? Yeah. 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 I just want her alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because it sounds like three hosts. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. I have no idea, but yeah. yeah. But I, I love, I love, I love women to be free on radio. Yeah. I hate it when women are crowded on radio. Like they must have, they must have freedom to think and be and articulate themselves without being hindered. Yeah. You know. Uh, oh, and it's not just. So it's it's Somizi, it's Lerato, it's Naked. Who JJ. else is in this? JJ, like it's a lot. <laughs> Let the girl breathe. And <laughs> uh, then there's Thomas and and, and Pearl. Oh, I like Lazy Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you call him Lazy Thomas? Because Thomas is just laid back. He's from Cape Town. There's no <laughs> rush for nothing. Thomas is perfect for talking to you when you're eating and chewing your food properly. He's yeah. that guy. Yeah. But I love I love hip hop Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Do people say you look like Pearl? Sometimes. Nah. Yeah. 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 Sometimes they do. Are you guys close? Uh, I, we get along. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I don't have beef with nobody. I spoke. I speak to everybody. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. But don't you yeah. get tired of the industry? Hey, the fake shit. Like, uh, hey. Well. You uh, too old for I'm, that. And I'm a Capricorn. I don't give a shit. If you if you vibe with me, I vibe with you. Yeah, yeah. If you if you have time for me, I have time with you. If yeah. you have no time for me, I don't have time for you. That's and then I've always been like that. And what do you think about the drive time show? I thought they were gonna give it to Thomas, eh? Honestly. <laughs> Spare and and Naves. Yeah. I think they must go back to Durban. <laughs> 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 I love them too. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> sometimes I can't keep up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, I like Mo on drive, mm. on afternoon drive. Mm. You know when Mo was on afternoon drive? Mm. No, I never used to listen. Alone. Yeah. I listen to everyone. Yeah. I can, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like on 947. Mm. I like Greg and Lucky on drive. I mean, I'm not saying that they mustn't have fresh, <laughs> but can Greg and Lucky come back? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just. I'm like in Mansui. Yeah. Then I was like, ah, oh, Greg and Lucky's gone. Okay, I also was a big fan of Anele and um, Grant. And Grant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was my favorite combo. Yeah, yeah they were dope. Uh, they, they were, were dope. dope. Like yeah. they were dope. Yeah. Like you don't understand. Like I used to get in my car seat from like seven to nine. Mm. You know what I mean? Gareth uh, Cliff. Gareth Cliff in the morning. Mm. Um, yeah, I like Gareth Cliff, but then we, then then he just goes on a tangent that I just like. I'm like, ah, Gareth, I need really just like this is just too much sometimes. <laughs> then you but, I, but I discovered the the guy from YFM now who does Uncle Ankle Tap. Yes, yes, he does breakfast. Yes, I like yes. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, I, I, I so I like I like him. I definitely am. Do you um, think you still have a place in radio right now in 2020? Oh, I will always have a place in radio. Mm. It's just that well, the Thames 
speak to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I do breakfast on on on, on, Ma- massive, on massive, massive metro now. Yes, yes. Um, and you know, radio is that one medium that as long as you have a voice and energy and you can show up, you can do it. Yeah. So the thing of you don't have a place. I mean, Howard Stern is still on radio. Yeah. Do you know who my ultimate radio icon is? It's who? Angie Martinez. So Angie Martinez. Yeah, Voice of New York. Me so, means Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Oh, okay. love him. So, yeah, you guys are the shock jock boys, right? So, that's why I got my book here. I knew the difference. People don't know the difference. You see? So, people will be like, oh, but why don't you be like this? I'm like, but I'm not a shock jock. Shock you know? jock so my boys. Thing was, so, my thing was, I was like, they're shock jock boys, right? But I can be a hybrid uh, between personality and a little bit of shock jock, but a woman version of it. Not like... In, like um, Wendy Williams. No, Wendy Williams used to swear at everyone. Mm. Do you know that? Mm, she used mm. to make everyone run around in New York and whatever. Mm. So the difference between, you know, Angie was about the culture. Mm. And then, and then uh, in terms of like hip hop and everything. And then um, uh, Wendy Williams was more like the celebrity dirt, the gossip, yeah. fighting with everyone. And, you know, and with, um, what's that Charlemagne guy? Charlemagne the God. Yeah, Charlemagne the God. You know, he used yeah. to... Um, produce. He used to produce and sort yeah. of like sidekick of yeah. of, 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 of Wendy's. Wendy's yeah. yeah. So that's that. But I mean, you know, there's people like Tom Joyner who are still on radio. How are you listening to these guys? Because there wasn't internet back then uh, in 1940. China, you know, yeah. But I mean, we got friends who live all over the world. You know, I mean, for like I said, when Google, when when the internet and Google came, even if you couldn't listen, you could read oh, about yeah. people. Yeah, so you yeah. could, you know, you could picture. What stuff. are we learning on this? So, book? so, 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 you know, this is not really the book that I wanted, but this one is powerful radio. And what, why I brought the book is because before I got on radio, I had read a book like books like this. So I knew, for example, um, certain things. Like for example, it says find a producer who reads the paper. Like, I knew that before I got a metro that if the producer doesn't read the paper, what are we going to talk about? Mm. Like, you don't read the paper, but you're producing a radio show. You know, you don't go to events. Like, someone was linking yesterday saying, oh, I heard that there was a, a, a big um, party in Soweto. I'm like, and what happened at the party? <laughs> you were not there. Why are you telling us about it? If you don't have information about it yeah, and you yeah, read it on Twitter, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very clear. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, talk about what you know, mm. you know? Um, so, so I read about that. So I, I, so I got myself vested in understanding news, understanding talk, information and personality. Because remember when I got on radio, I was doing community radio. So you were allowed to do any of that. Mm. And then at the same time, you could specialize, you know? Uh, but I was conscious when I got on when people said you're a DJ and I'd be like no I'm not I'm a, I'm a radio personality because a disc jockey disc jock on radio and a, and a radio personality are two different things yeah. and yeah. people don't know the difference yeah. Yeah. so that's why there's people who are jocks yeah. you know um, and that's all they, they, they're about the hits yeah. so then they, those people need a sidekick mm. to give them context and information and whatever mm. but don't just do it because there's a pretty girl who's going to sit with a guy who's a jock. Mm. Somebody needs to be smart between the two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And half the time, the jock is not smart. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know? But if you put uh, you know, someone who's sharp and informed, then it, you know, that's why some, some, some um, double-headers work. Like Glenn worked with Unati. Mm. Um, oh, that was fire. Yeah. Because, because you know, she came with that. Uh, and I'm not saying that Glenn was not prepared. Mm. But I'm just saying that they could play on that. And I think, I mean, um, Unati also worked with who on, on why? Um, uh, with, uh, Root Boy. with Root Boy. Root Boy. Do you know what I mean? That was also a great combination. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, fire. and you can't force that stuff. Just like Grant and Anele. Mm. You can't force it. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, and then I knew from day one that I'm not a girl that's going to work with 
no guy. Mm. Actually, I was like, I don't want no guys breathing down my neck, making me feel like some girl. Would you ever open like a radio school? Uh, yeah, I'll probably lecture in an academy or something. I mean, you know, I've been raising my kids, so all my, my money been going to my kids. <laughs> You know, now I'm. How are we I making this money? How are we making I don't know. We need a tender. <laughs> we need a something. Something needs to happen. <laughs> we need something. We need uh, something. Just in closing, I wanted to ask you what do you think of social media? Um, I think social media is a good space to, to gauge conversations and the, and the, 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 consh, the, the, the state of. A small minority, by the way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, the whole country is not on social media. But people who have influence are on social, on, on social media, especially Twitter. Yeah. Like uh, on Twitter, all the newspapers on Twitter. That's why when you tweet something, you will be in the newspaper tomorrow. Mm. doesn't necessarily mean that you have information on the stuff that you tweeted. It's because somebody in the newsroom is lazy mm. to research. They're going to take your tweet and put it in the newspaper. So, which happens uh, to you a lot. Which just happens to everybody mm. a lot of times. I mean, yeah, it does happen and I don't care. Mm. So, but, well, I care, but I don't care. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, it's like I want to say what I want to say to because I'm, I start conversations, mm. you know. Um, I, I test the mood of how people are thinking about things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's also a nice space because radio used to be, we used to be able to do that with, with radio. Yeah. You know? It was the first Where, it was original, a, it's a professional uh, social, social media. media. We were able to do that. So, but now on Twitter uh, is that, uh, you know, is this outrage that always happens all the time that I just don't get. We just get outrageous about everything and anything. Mm. Uh, and we miss the context. So, so that's why radio will always have a space because then they need to take that and con contextualize it, mm. break it down. Because remember, we're a develop developmental state. Mm. You know the stuff that makes news on Twitter today? Mm. Some people only find out about it a week later. I'll mm. have friends putting it on you know, WhatsApp group. I'm like, ah, oh, we've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about MacG anymore. <laughs> They're like, hey, what happened, Penny? You said this. I'm like, hey, hey, hey I've moved on. I, I can't talk about that now. I'm already on another topic. Yeah. So, and then I realized not, every, not everyone is on Twitter. But you like a, 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 a someone you know from 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 back then who is has adapted and is handling social media well. I showed a lot of people that I used to work with at Metro how to get on Twitter. Wow! Because I was on Twitter and they were like, I, you know, you know what my one of my 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 good uh, natural skills. Mm. I can jump on things before people know that they should jump on. I'm good at that. So I, you're a visionary. Yeah, I'm a visionary. I'm good at and saying. Oh my God! There's something going on with Mac G, mm. and then also I'm 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 like a, a the light. When I get onto things, then people feel like, oh, I mm. think I can get on. So just like you're saying, this whole it girl thing, yeah. you know, there was no label to it. Yes, but people know that oh, this is what Penny did. This is what she could do. This oh, so could do this and then do that. Okay, fine, don't do that. Yeah, she was like this. Let's you know. So it's it's almost like without realizing, you become a benchmark of some sort, some is that standard. That's why you're jumping you know? onto podcasts now. You can see. Pod, I know. I oh. You know, you know, if I showed you my penny brand strategy from 2009, you would think I'm talking nonsense. I have podcasts in there. Wow. I have Convergence Tw Media 2009. In yeah. Uh, Convergence Media in there. Because remember, I've been reading the books. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know what's coming. I know what's coming. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, and then, and then I knew that, you know, content is going to be king. But also, um, I mean, I got on, I got on uh, digital radio back in 2013. PR TV, which was going to be global. I mean, I, I got on to work with MTV Base, which is now there's MTV Viacom. I was a first employee for, for those for those people. When yeah, yeah. And other people are like, oh, what is that? It's not going to work. I yeah. knew that that's, that's going to work. Yeah. I mean, um, being a youngster, getting on Metro FM, all the youngsters were going to Y. Yes. I was like, I'm yeah. not going there. Yes. And all of them came. 
If I start it, they'll follow. Yeah. I'm that girl. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm Harriet Tadburn. I am Charlotte McLeaker. I start it, you'll all follow. Actually, I always said to people, you must watch where I'm going because that's the next place you need to go. So now they need to get on. They need to understand digital radio. They need to understand how podcasts work. But if you don't have content, in uh, fact, you see, here yeah, you get exposed. Yeah, you're gonna get very, you get very, very, very exposed. Because the numbers yeah. are there to see. Yeah, they're there. They're gonna expose. And also, it's it's un it's unscripted. You know, yeah. a lot of people uh, can hide behind scripts. Yep. A lot of people actually that we we think are it, they just good auto cue readers. Yeah. Remove the auto cue. Fact. Fucked shit. Mm. And then others, they're good at cramming. Mm. <laughs> they cram the script. There's no personality. There's no context. There's no lights and shade. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then all these things that I'm saying, remember when I got on, nobody told me that's what you do. Yeah. It just came naturally. And then I did that. And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. So. What's a slay queen to you? I always ask ladies that are interviewed. Eh, 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 eh. Slay queen? Yeah. It's those girls who don't mess around. <laughs> They have no time to waste, those girls. <laughs> they are on the budget. <laughs> they are on the budget. Uh, but on a serious note, I mean, in, you know, obviously the word comes from, uh, you know, women who, um, you know, in charge yeah. of, of, of their business, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who are in control, uh, you know, who are killing it in their game. Mm. But Whatever it, field it, Whatever in. field they're in. Uh, but now it, it's just sort of like, you know, too loose in South Africa. It's about, you know, being on a... Yeah. Budget. It's right, about cool. being on. on this yeah. yeah. It's about being on someone else's budget. Yeah. And then you know what? I'm I'm too old, too smart to judge anybody. Mm. Let if 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 that's what tickles your fancy right now, Nana, do that. I mean, if you evolve and change, it's okay. Mm. That's what you can do tomorrow. And mm. and you know you know people are in different circumstances and whatever. Um, you know I've I've risen about that. So if you call yourself a slay queen, sure, mm. go ahead. Uh, you know. Wouldn't you say you a slay queen? Because you were making your own money, fucking shit up in your field. I've always been making my own money. Yeah, I've been slaying from day one. Yeah. Original. <laughs> Origi- original slay mama. <laughs> original it girl. Actually, they must give me all the, the names. Eh? The royalties. You know, the royalties, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, the radio babe. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. the game changer. as So, yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, I just, for me, uh, I love girls. I want girls to be free. Yeah. You know, I want girls to do what they love. With passion to learn from so their mistakes. So you like the sacrificial lamb? Oh, I don't like it when people say that because mm. it sounds very bad. Mm. But I worked the fields. Mm. I literally, I worked the fields. I removed the weeds. I planted the seeds so that the, the tree can grow. So some can enjoy the shade. I saw at TV managers, at station managers, so that the girls can do whatever they do. And some boys benefited. Gay boys, my gay friends. I put on gay boys on radio. Uh, you know, boys? Lots of them. Ephraim, Ecomesh, mm. you know, um, Shucks, those social butterfly guys, both audio. Mm. I used to have them, Philippe. You know, I'd put them on radio and people were like, ah, what is, why are you having gay people on radio? I'm yeah. like, hey, my daughter. So nobody had to teach me tolerance mm. and, 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 and queer, you know, what does that mean? I didn't have those labels. Yeah. I just thought, these are my friends, they're cool. We hang out too. Actually, when I was clubbing, I would arrive with my gay crew. You know, I rolled with them. So it's, 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 it's that kind of thing. You know, writers, producers, uh, theater people. And you, you don't want any recognition at all? <sighs> well, if it comes, it comes. But I mean, I've learned that, you know, in 20, 20. 2020, you know, you have to campaign for things. It was just too much work. All these awards that people winning, you must campaign and people must vote. I'm like, yo, this is work. If you want this award, you must t- speak to the organizer. They put you on. So when I look at all these people with lots of awards, I'm like, oh. 
okay. Yeah. So and some of it is PR really. Yeah, so yeah. also I remember I studied PR, so I kind of understand. Okay, you know, if you have a million viewers, followers, if they put you on an award, then they give you the award. Everybody knows about the award. About the award. Yeah, yeah. they don't. PR. Uh, it's yeah. PR. Yeah. You know, the thing is that now can they sustain the thing after they've given you the first award? Mm. Uh, you know, but that's just that. And I think it was also a phase, you know, that we've gone through. Because uh, mm. now we're getting into a play where you have to back it up. Yeah. You know the beauty of like the difference with they say in Hollywood it takes ten years to become an overnight success. It means that you're entrenching yourself, building your base, you've worked on your foundation, whatever, and your house can stand. But when you become an overnight su success, you have nothing to stand on. Hmm. So you you spend a lot of time doing everything to maintain the status quo. So you will need lots of publicity. You will need a lot, of, lots of managers. You'll need lots of budget to to pay and do. But eventually, one day, somehow, you need to prove your worth. Wow. And time is my favorite thing. Every it dog has its day. No, no, no. I won't say that. Time reveals things. Mm. It's just a matter of time. If you've got nothing to offer, we are going to see. Hmm. We are very. We're not in a hurry in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you for who you are. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered as when it's all said and done? Uh, when it's said and done, I will be remembered for... Uh, I want to be remembered for a great mind, a beautiful heart, an amazing soul, um, a impactful woman of my generation. Yeah. yeah. And that's it? That's all you want? Yeah, that's all I want. I mean, I need some money to take my kids to important <laughs> yeah. universities and get a few awards. But I'm going to live a long time. But you're making money. You're driving a Benz. Guys, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you can pay your installment, doesn't mean that you're making money. And, you know, um, I've been frugal, mm. you know. And I'm, I, I don't know. I come from the thing of, like, yeah, it's because you saw my Benz now. Yeah. No? I didn't tell you that I drive yes, my yes, Benz. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes, and, yes. you know, uh, nobody, if I, unless if I told you what car I drive, you wouldn't know. Or what yeah. cars I've driven, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's not... What, that's the not essence. what. That's not essence of who I am. Mm. You know, you don't know if this outfit of mine is a designer label or not. Mm. You know, uh, so I'm not. That's not what I'm, I'm about. Yeah. yeah. You know. So and then I'm not saying people shouldn't be about that. If they're about their designer label or whatever, so that's good it. for them. You yeah. know. But I can wear m my small street, uh, Chinatown, whatever, and still Some, look uh, fly. Eh. That's for me. It's, it's about that. Small street. I'm, I'm making an example. It could oh. be Small Street, it could be Melville. Yeah. Actually, I shop anywhere. Yeah, yeah I literally shop anywhere. Small Small Street, uh, Chinatown. If if it speaks to me, mm. I wear it. Mm. You know, because it's, it speaks to my personality. How come you never got consumed in the whole industry? As but most people do. But I told you that I was very conscious and careful. And also, I wanted to last in this industry. Mm. I wanted to Longevity. last. I wanted... So I, I, I didn't... I wasn't doing a race. I was not trying to be Marathon. the hottest thing, the best thing, whatever. I was just delivering. I was just doing the work that needs to be done. I show up. I do the work. If that makes me the best today, great. Tomorrow we need... To, we've got another challenge that we have to... Uh, you know, that we have to deliver on. Are there so, any things that you look back in hindsight and like, oh, I could have done that better. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Mm, no, not really. Mm. Not much because I was being true to myself. I think that's. Have you yeah. ever been fired? Uh, no. Never got fired. No, never got fired. So why did I, you leave Metro? I, then? I resigned. Oh, you know, you know my my when because I left Metro twice. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So the first time when I left Metro is because I was there sitting watching everybody get the slot. The slot. And then I was not getting it, and I was like, this thing is like you know when you date a guy, everybody knows who Ronald Jola is this guy. You know, he's busy with every chick, and everyone says, <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
Abajo Shelly. So technically, that guy's a cock blocker in your life. You're not progressing. And you're, you're waiting for the day the guy changes his mind. Fuck that shit up. Are you kidding me? Like... And then I was like, at first you're like, ah, oh, maybe something I did wrong. Yeah. Let me be in my best behavior. Yeah. Then you do everything right. And then you even ask the guy, do you think we have a future? And the guy says, just hold on. You're like, what the fuck? I've been holding on for five years. You know, it's like now, you know, I wouldn't swear like this. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, you know when you've been holding it? Yes, Yeah, yes, so yes. now I'm like, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. You know? So, and it, I blame Angie Martinez because then I listened to her, pot, her book, The Whole of December. Is it? The beast in me woke up, oh, wow. like totally, wow. you know. Is so it a good listen? It's a good listen. Because okay, she talks about, out. her story is about Hot 97 and hip-hop's prominence and going mainstream mm. in the heart of New York. She so now she, so So you listen to that, I'm listening to that and watching it from how I was viewing it from outside. She talks about when she met Jay-Z for the first Tupac. time. Tupac. Tupac. You know, she's got that exclusive last, interview yeah, with, with Tupac, Tupac yeah. like how that came about her going to do that interview who was in the room you know the spliff that the smoke so I sit there and I go you know I've had moments like that with people damn Wait, I've tell been her. at it no, tell I'm her. With, with people in this industry like oh. when, when people rock up and nobody knows who they are I put them on and then I root for them and then I watch them become stars and I'm like I was there tell so, me a little Matosa story Story. She's amazing. I met, she was I think amazing. I, I met Boomshaka when I was like probably 14, 15. Mm. Got on the bus to go to Let Tamarin Dam in Mafiking to go party. And Boomshaka was there and Theo and Tembi and Junior Dread, you know. And then they became these stars. And then later on, I lived in Yeovil and then they became my friends. So, yeah, Lebu was at my son's baby shower. She gave me a thousand rand check <laughs> <laughs> for my son. She used to call me Nana. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, what else? I mean, she was just she was just a fragile, amazing, mm. gifted girl, talented. talented. Uh, oh yeah, and then uh, you know her performance at the launch of MTV Base. You know, MTV Base was the hundredth channel for MTV. MTV yeah. You know, in the so Africa was the was the last frontier. Mm. They had done MTV India mm. and you know in other continents. So we were the last frontier. So I was the only employee for MTV in Africa. Everybody else was based in London. Oh, wow. So my job was to go fetch uh, CDs yeah. uh, and video, videos, rather, from record companies and then tell people to say, oh, hi, my name, you know, I'm Penny, you, you all know me. There's this new channel that's going to launch. It's going to launch in, in May. Um, and, you know, they want videos, uh, you know, that are going to go on. So we need to send the video in beta in this format. Yeah. Okay, so this is the form. You need to fill it in. Then I'll stack the videos in, in, at Rapid Blues offices in Randbeck. Then put them in an the envelope and then go post them. Yeah to London mm. and then they review the video and they say yeah that one worked no this one's not gonna work that's mm. rejected please tell them to you know so so things like that and then they're like oh yeah we want to meet this PR company we need a PR company I'm like there's total exposure there's this this there's this this then I introduced them where to does Lebu come into this so now Pindi who was managing Lebu okay so I had to call a few people to come and meet uh, Jandre Lo, who was from oh, MTV. Oh, Jandre, yes. yeah, yeah, I know yeah, Jandre. Yeah, Jandre, yes, you mm. know Jandre. Yeah. So uh, everyone, I had to call up people, come meet Jandre, is this guy from MTV, he's going to be in the country. So Pindi came to meet Jandre, and that's how they concluded Label performing at Topstar. Ah. Yeah. So that's where, that's, that's, that's where Label comes. Wow. And, and I knew that Label had to put in her own money to go to Nigeria, to go... Uh, you know when they were launching in, in Nigeria because the rocket company was not interested in paying for her. Mm. You know, but she she had global ambitions and she he had con she had continental ambitions and global ambitions. And obviously with Pindi and everybody else and Marang, they were going to do that. So I, I I was in that space, knew what was going on and what she wanted to do and what she was doing and all of that. And Brenda Fassi? 
Were you close with her? Mm, I went to Brenda Fassi's house, I think once or twice. Mm. Um, I was a little bit scared of Brenda. Mm. Uh, you know, actually, I, I was scared of a lot of people. Yeah. So even Lebu was a bit careful. Uh, Tandiswa, you know, yeah. a bit careful, <laughs> uh, you know. But I, I had great admiration for them, mm. you know. And then I focused on the work that they do, their music. But I was, you know, I was in the same clubs with them, you know, party, same parties with them. So if sometimes they'll be performing, I'll be backstage just hanging out with them. Because we were you like that. You're a party girl. Yeah, I, can't, so. I can't get that out of my head. I can't I'm, believe I'm you're a party girl. I'm the original party girl. <laughs> I, I start, that's what I did in Cape Town. You know, Wanda Baloy was saying to me when we were in Cape Town this December. She was like, my God. We went backstage to Black Coffee. Yeah. She was like, how did you? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so anyway, um, what was I talking about? Brenda Fuzz, yes. uh, Brenda Fuzz. Mm. So then I went to this church at some point, mm. and then she used to come to that church. And then this one time, uh, I went with her to her house, yeah. uh, you know, and then we were just like hanging out and chatting. And Bongani was there. Yeah, he was uh, still a kid. Was, I was, yeah, he was still a kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, so but I wasn't like socializing and hanging out like then. And I would bump into it like CCP. Uh, you know, in my, my early days when I was at um, Voice of Soweto. Um, and that's that. And then I think some awards and all of that. But we were not like, I wouldn't say I was in her, I was definitely not in her clique. In like, all these no. uh, these years, 25 years. And she years, was older than me. Is huh? it? Yeah. 25, 20 years you've been in the game. Who's been your, your die hard? Day one. Zandi Lenzalo. Mm. Yeah. So I met Zandi Lenzalo um, just when I was, at, I was at Voice of Soweto. With my eyes set on Metro at the Summer Awards, she had, she was the the GM of Channel O. Oh, okay. So Channel O was start was starting out, and she was working with Channel O and all of that. Uh, but for me, it was like about her radio career and her yeah. impact on radio. Um, and then it started a case of like I go to her house once in a while. Sometimes it'll be like once a year in December. She'll be like, I'm having a bride in my house. Yeah. You know. And I'd come at the time she was married to Bob Mabena. Uh, and then I would go there and hang out. And then slowly I became like family. So like literally I go on holiday with Zani Lenzalo with my children. She's my children's aunt. So she knows me before I had kids. She knows me through all my bad relationships and all the public stuff. I go to her parents' house in Swaziland. They say we look alike. You know, it's a whole thing. So she's like, so that's literally that. And then other people would be, Zach is one of my closest friends. Uh, we're like twins but we fight mm. you know I mean when I went to Metro I tried to bring him on uh, you know when I first got to Voice of Soweto he was on drive he put me on you know we used to roll out uh, you know it was, we used to roll and hang out together and yeah. it was just that that cool we had that kind of relationship so um, isn't it else? sad that we, we, we have to do a podcast to hear stories like these like there's no platform where you can just go and hear stories like these man well, if we don't tell us, yeah, if we don't tell our stories, nobody else is going mm. to, to tell our stories, and we have to, we have to. That's why, uh, you know, I'm like, Mac G, you better put me on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah because I want to tell the story. Because again, is the thing that you were talking about. Do you do lots of interviews? Where I'm like, you know, people don't know actually how we got here. Mm. You know, there's there's a lot of work that was done, mm. and if 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 some of us who who are in a position to to put context to that and we don't say anything about it, um, you know, that history will be lost, you know. So, and I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to be that girl. I'm mm. not going to sit on the sideline. Uh, you know, I'm going to make sure that my voice is notable. My voice is, is heard. My voice is clear because I know that, you know, I knew the journey of 
the you know the the, the post ninety four popular culture. Mm. It's part of my 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 DNA. my coming of age, mm. my DNA. Um, and I was in places like I said, I would I was being the kumbi of TKZ going to perform. Uh, you know, at you were uh, Jezebel, uh, yeah. No, not really. I was not a Jezebel. So you know how I used to roll. So Dineo, who is uh, Dineo, who is uh, Tukula's sister, okay. was friends with me. So I was very strategic about how I got into things. Mm. Yeah, mm. Uh, because I was avoiding being chowed oh, recklessly yes. and yes. roughly. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I was friends with <laughs> Dineo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The industry will chow you. They'll finish you, Chana. Ninety days. It's how fast they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fast, and that's why I would reach out to the girls. Yeah. Because you know, when I was on afternoon, uh, I, was, I was on Saturday on radio. I would interview a hot new girl. Mm. My phone would buzz. Oh yeah, they want her. They're like Penny. Yeah. There's a new girl in town. <laughs> She's on SABC One. We've seen her. You're talking to her. <laughs> What's her name? Where does she live? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if I mention people's names, who used to call me, it would be crazy. Because yeah. they would call me while I'm on air. You can mention them. And no I'm like. Like from, you know, when they first saw Kelly. Yeah, Kumal. When Clema Wissa hit town. Oh, Clem. You must remember I was on oh, radio. Oh. They would call me up. Eish. They would call me up. I'll be like, eh? Hi, guys. I'm in bed. Where was I, Penny? Yo, yo, yo. Shavini. Yo, 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 yo. Boiti. Yo, 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 yo. And over the years, it moved from like, it moved from industry boys to politicians, to business people, to tender premiers. I'm like, you muffles, leave these kids alone. Do you know what I mean? So, and then, and then the mothers, and then the mothers would also say, Oh, God, I'm paying him down. I mean, this industry. When I come on my tongue, Mommy and Naki to be named. Mamma, Utamali, Mamma, but Mamma is finding so and so's life here. I have no idea, Dimamzo. I yeah. don't hang out with these children. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. again, I'm always in the middle. Yeah. You know? So, so that's, basic, that's basically that. So, yeah, Dineo was my friend from TKZ. I was friends with, with DJ Christos's wife, Busi. Do you, mm. do you see? Yes. So, I'm in that space. Mm. That's how I would. You know, I'll be, I'll be there. I'll yeah. be there. I worked at Metro. Uh, you know, people who worked at Metro at sales. Uh, you know, Romeo's friends used to party at our events. So it means Doctor will be there. Mm. Uh, China will be there. A lot yeah. of others. So it'll yeah. be regular. It'll be the same people. Uh, you know, Happy Chingila will be. There. These are people like in advertising and yeah. marketing. These are big shots. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's there. So that's how. I, you know, and I was like, this kid. You know, you're not really in, but you are there. Yeah. You know, Linda Lanim Kize is producing here you know there's a party you know i'm there so i'm, I'm so so you know when people say the fly one is for i'm fly because i'm high look but yeah. also i'm the fly one because i could just be on the wall <laughs> and witness and observe and keep my mouth shut <laughs> and mind my business drink yeah. water. and read the, drink my water you know and yeah. get out of the mess oh, yeah. wow. so that's that penny i don't know if you if i'm correct me if i'm wrong but yeah. i think we first met at gilliam's funeral um, that was the first time I met you. It was the first time we had a conversation. We've met. We've met where? Yeah, um, some industry event. Is it? Yeah. Because I was met. having a, a groupie moment. I'm like, that's Penny. Uh, we've, no. She knows me. It's first, it's first. I know everybody who gets on radio. Yeah. It's my job. Like, I even know girl. I know people in KZN, uh, you know, because I, I, if I, you know what I do when I, when I arrive in a city? I put on the local radio station yeah, yeah. because yep. I want to hear the beat yeah. and the sound of the city. Even overseas. Yeah. You know, and a lot of my friends from overseas would say, but I put on radio and I can't, I don't know where I am. Mm. You know, and then I, I learned from that also from my Nigerian friends and yeah. you know, other friends from across the world will be yeah. like, I need to feel the heartbeat of South Africa or of Joburg, you know? Yeah. And I was always conscious of that. So yeah, we met there and you're like, listen, I gotta come on the podcast. You have come 
what do you think? Are you happy with how it went? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy because, you know, um, the beauty of sitting on the other side of the mic, um, it has taught me not to be self-centered, mm. that it's not about me. You know, yeah, yeah, it's about the conversation that you want to have. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Because that con- okay, my son is calling. Can yeah, I take, yeah, the call? take the call? If my son calls, it's too important. Yeah, I know. Hi, puppy. Are we still good there with Hi. space? Yeah. Should wrap it up, Lee? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, come leave me okay, um, an hour and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll come and fetch you when I leave here. Uh, I think I can, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, we'll buy a record. Cool. Yeah. Shop. Bye. I'll call you just now. So, you know, um, I've learned that when you go to interviews, um, you know, there's the person that's interviewing you. Obviously, that's what they want. And in, in radio, it's totally different versus if I'm going to do a print media, you know, they might be chasing another story. I might get 60% of what I want to put out, mm. the other 40% because it's content, mm. you know. And sometimes I get the 80, they get the 20 because I'm pushing a new narrative and whatever. So for me, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a mutual relationship. Mm. So, you know, you doing this, uh, you, 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 you need the conversation uh, to be out there. Mm. But I also have something to say. Mm. So we, we create, we merge, we're creating. It's a dance, we have a dance. That's, mm. that's what it is. Mm. You know, you're going to want something, I'll give. Some mm. of it I won't give. You know. <laughs> give and take. Give and take. It's a relationship. <laughs> so I treat everything as a relationship. <laughs> Yeah, I treat everything as a, as a relation. And I hate it when people think they can just take, 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 take. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, don't do me like that. Yeah. yeah. So don't do me like that. No, I think like, dude, when you speak about radio, reason why I don't like talking about radio and interviews, I can go talk about radio the for, whole uh, yeah. day. You know what I mean? That's a lot. So for me, it was getting behind the essence of the person. Yeah. You know, what makes you tick. Yeah. And I feel like you... Like similar to me, you're just a village girl, man. Yeah, I'm just a village girl in a big city. Yeah, I'm a village girl in a big city chasing my dreams, yeah. and I'm bringing my village with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's why when you when you're like, yo, come on, put me on. I'm like, sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's it's that hip hop thing as well. It's yeah. like you you know you you put because I'm I'm a bridge of hip hop and Kwaito. Mm. You know, uh, you know the hip hop gener- first generation hip hop promoters on radio I'm part of that generation yeah. of like people who were part of, of that so uh, your Amo no Tibotaj is later I'm talking yeah. ammunition yeah. I'm talking league club mm. Tibotaj is a beneficiary <laughs> 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 of our hard work yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a beneficiary so right, he comes cool. after he comes later 2020 we're doing the podcast yes we are tell me more so uh, uh, I don't like telling things before I do them okay but I think um, you know the sword has fallen on me and it always falls on me all the time to give women a voice. That's number one. Uh, but secondly, also, it falls on me to bridge the gap between men and women. Yeah, so the, my conversations will probably be, ar- be around that. And my son is 14. Yeah. I don't want to be out of touch mm. uh, with, you know, you know, you know, I listen, you know, I listen to, to 947 with my kids, right? Mm. I'm like, ah, please, you know, I'm so tired of high felt. <laughs> They're like, mommy, it's not high felt. It's, <laughs> it's 947. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I used to listen to it a lot when, when they're pregnant because I'm, I'm very spiritual. I yeah. believe that I planted them, that in them, mm. that, you know, I think I listened to you as well when you were at 947. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I was MacGyver. Did, not Mac- my, yeah, you were MacGyver. Yeah, I remember. I listened to you. I did listen to you yeah. uh, as well because I, I also I believe in young talent mm. so I will always like um, be open to putting young talent on mm. um, you know um, and that's how I do my mentorship yeah. people come to me 
I, I put them in the space. I introduce them to people. I have conversations. So I've had a lot of people who have done things like that. Like you said to me, oh, you know, I think I want to get on this. I want, you know, I want to write. I'm like, oh, my friend, Kosi is a journalist. She's the editor of Drum. Kosi, this child wants to do. So yeah. I do that, yeah. you know. And you want I, I nothing back. Wow. So, you know, sometimes I joke, I'm like, I can shut down the industry. <laughs> Levels. <laughs> but Levels. I mean, obviously, it's not like that. I don't, I, I don't do it because I feel like that's what I needed when I was young. Yeah, yeah you know. And I feel like if you and know, there was, yeah, no one there, there was no one there. Um, and then uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time saying, I mean, if people had a problem with how I did things, why didn't anybody talk to me? Why did they just say she must see to finish? Mm. If that's what they were saying. I mean, yeah. obviously, I have no. You know, um, I don't know what they were saying, but I'm just saying. So I always feel like if you're young and you you you, you have these great ideas, sometimes you just need people to channel you and to tell you that it, you're not lost. You're okay, yeah. uh, and you're gonna mess up, but there's room for you to improve and get better. Yeah, that's all. Penny, thank you so much. Yeah, we're done. Really, I gotta go get my son. Yeah, go get your son. Yeah. Really appreciate this. Love you long time. Love you long time. And uh, hopefully, yeah. When are we going to Vendor to eat mangoes? We can go anytime. Great. I'll be yeah. calling you. You'll be my uh, um, sugar mom. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar mamas, please. No sugar mamas. I'm speaking to people uh, my age. Yeah. Penny, thank you so much, man. Not! <laughs> Podcast and chill. Matt G, the ghost lady, and Len Moleko.